Welcome to Live with Greg or Live with Greg, depending on semantics. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's me. Dre in California. No way. Yes, I finally made it. Yeah, finally, boy. Yeah, so Aaron lost his bet. Yes, he did. I'm here. <laughs> We're still on more evidence. Lies can lie. I know, right? Yeah, I'm here. I got the vi- I get seen a video of me when Anthony saw me. I saw that. Oh, see, yeah, so, that was fake he, news. <laughs> he saw. He's. I'm here. I've been here a good. What? It, going on two weeks now. Been yeah. Feels good. Right on. Feels good to be home. It actually, does. I, I'm sad. I mean, that's it. Feels really good to be home after being gone so long. Just driving around, seeing how the old neighborhood is. Seeing all the old houses. It's like weird. <laughs> See that the schools like wow the school here wow pretty interesting but it's good. Yeah, I got a good thing about it. I got, got to show my daughter how far we used to have to walk home from school. But she never believed the story to tell how far we had to walk home from school. Never believed it. So I took her a route to Cal State. So yeah, and from here we had to walk up. That hill, yeah. Yeah. So I say, see, I was a nine to you. <laughs> if we miss the bus, we're in trouble. Or we go the other way. When Wilkers, the Wilkers moved, went to their house over here, took a break, and then walked the rest of the way up the hill. Oh, yeah. So it was pretty interesting. That was still pretty much at the top of the hill by the time you got Yeah, it house. was, but you just had a break. Yeah. <laughs> at that point. Yeah. But either way, it was either, either your old house was the break, too. Because so, that was like halfway... Once you got into the Highlands, your house was halfway to my house, so it was still a break. <laughs> your house has always been the break house. <laughs> yeah. the break. <laughs> you are instrumental in bringing more than rock and roll into my life. Like, you know. Yeah, because okay. I was one of those disco sucks, you know, rock and roll. <laughs> and then it was actually Aaron who played me. One of Prince's, it was either off Controversy or Dirty Mind. Okay. That's where it got the screaming guitar solo at right. the end. And I was like, oh, that's like <laughs> as good as any rock and roll. Right. And I was like, okay. And then those parties that you threw. Egyptian yeah, lover. The parties. We like the cars. People the still cars. talk about those parties. Yeah, today, they which do. Which is, I don't, I, I guess. At the time, I think they were so big, but I guess they were big. I think what was big about it is everyone there was just there to have a good time. Yeah, there was never any fights. No. Never any fights at the party. And the music was pumping. Exactly. Okay. You were a badass on two-toe tables. Yeah, that's what they say. I you were. <laughs> you were. I just did my thing. Yes, you did. And it was you know what it is? I just practiced a lot. That's what it was. Well, that's like anything, right? I used to practice. I used to drive my neighbors. I remember the the, the tailors up the street from us they used to call our house could you turn the music down you had a blast for hours now and I'd be in my bedroom practicing and practicing and practicing <laughs> feel sorry for the, to the guys next to us because they must have really been upset apparently but not because they they never said anything because yeah. the tables they were what they were eight houses away from us I guess up the hill they didn't want close that's crazy Yes, I guess. Do you remember what clicked for you to start DJing? 
Um, when I realized I sucked at being in the band, like you know, Anthony was could play organ beautifully, and I could play, and I could still play. I could play by ear, and I can throw around, but I'm not great at it. And I'm not a singer, so I'm not singing. So when I realized that I couldn't, I couldn't um, do that in music. That's how I went to Avenue. I went with DJ and being in the studio. I said, if I can't sing the music, I can make the music. That's how I figured in my head. So that's where the transition went over. So <laughs> at the beginning, were you thinking of being an engineer and on the board? No. No, so that came about in high school. Um, we had a um, a substitute teacher, I believe. I can't think of the guy's name. And he's the reason why I actually left Hayward High. <laughs> For real, he was like, he was like, um, he was like, "What are you doing here? You don't even belong here." <laughs> he was like, "You don't belong here. You know, you should you should go be an engineer or something. You want you're into this music thing. You should go do that. You know, you're not you're not you're not enjoying school. You don't like it. You know, you don't put no effort into it. Why are you even here? You should do what you want." So, I kind of them like, "Hmm, okay." So, did you have your mom's blessing with that move? No, <laughs> no, no, no one's blessing. No, that no. came hard. Yeah, that's uh, that was a, that was a, because you know me, I took it to the extreme. I was like, you know what, I don't have to be here, and then never went back to, to Hayward. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? I worked. I got a job. I was working at the fixing cable boxes. That's just making good money too. I was making fixing cable boxes, and I was like having a good time, making the good money. It's like. I don't need school. It's not a good thing to say. Kids go to school. No, you don't have to go to school. <laughs> this is true. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I was, and I did that, and then I, um, I worked with my dad also, so then, you know, then we're doing parties, so I always had money, so. <laughs> yeah, but what about, like, creating a career? Were you thinking, uh, I'm going to create a career in music? Not then. But then, like I said, after a while, I figured I wanted to go into music. I wanted to be an engineer. I figured that's what I wanted to do. And then I um, I reached out to a school in L.A. And they said, well, your high school diploma was like, oops. <laughs> so then I went back and took my GED. I graduated like it. Um, I graduated before everybody here I did, actually. I actually graduated out of high school before my class graduated. Wow. I took the test and took on my passed the test, and I was done. So while they were still in school... I actually had a diploma. <laughs> I was done with school. So when did, how old were you when you left Hayward High? 17, 16, 17? You were a sophomore? Was, no, 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 wait. You had to be 18 to pass, you had to be 18 to take the test. The GED? Yeah, I think you had to be, I think you had to be 18 at the point. So wherever I, right my 18th birthday, I took the test. Okay. So I might have left that I was 17 then. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Well, so in a pretty concise period of time of leaving Hayward High, and coming to the conclusion, I want to right. enter the music industry. It was all within that, that, that year period. Yeah, yeah. Right. okay, so that's solid. You want yeah. like I went from DJing to doing that, and to, and to yeah. All right, so the school accepts you. Okay, so I'm going to go to L.A., move to L.A., big move. 
and the funny thing about it, when I moved to LA, I haven't I haven't moved back. That's the last time I was in. I lived here, so that was eighty four, eighty forty five. That's the last time I lived in Hayward. Really? Really? Yeah. Once I moved to LA, I never came back. So you haven't been in to Hayward since? I have not lived back in the Bay Area. Okay. Okay. Since I left in eighty forty five. Okay. Yes. <laughs> And you go to the school. You go to school in Hollywood. And again, I just hung out. I used to hang out because I had no, really no friends. So I would go to school, and at school would end. Everybody would go home. I'd stay at school, and I'd stay in the editing room editing, making mixes and stuff. And then I would, uh, I met these um, teachers, one teacher who had a Fairlight. A Fairlight's one of the first samplers. Like this big computer with a big pen that you draw on it, like nothing like today, you know. Back then, it was like this big. I was like, I was like, wow, that's so cool. So I used to hang out with him and his other guys, a guitar player, and we. Um, I'm this young kid just hanging out with these guys, and they're accomplished musicians. Hung out with them, they start hooking me up with uh, in their sessions. That would be after after school. I'd be with those guys, working recording with those guys, learning how to do the whole trade, and then. Um, that's actually how it all really came about because, again, I'm not a school person, so school's not really my thing. So I, school's cool in the daytime, but at night I learned more after hours hanging out with those guys than I've learned in school the whole time. Right. So I just hung out with that guy. And it, was, it was actually cool because they actually hooked me up with a lot of people at that point. That's how, actually my, that's how I actually took off because, again, it wasn't the school portion of it. It was hanging out with that's those two guys in the studio yeah. And they got me into, um, I met uh, this guy named Jimmy Barner, who was a singer. And he had this guy, Sam Shepard, who was the producer. And he was like at Motown and different things. And he hooked me up with this guy in, in Watts. And he had a studio in Watts. So it was a studio, a little eight-track studio, and a little apartment next to it. I was living in South Central Watts in the studio, working in the studio back then. But it all came from that, hanging out with those guys in there, got me in that position over here, and I got in that position and running the studio in the, in the middle of the hood, and that, that was that was some crazy time there. Yeah. I think I've seen everything you could imagine. I've recorded any kind of music. I've done mariachi. I've done gospel. Of course, done rap, R&B. Did... Uh, like rock opera, <laughs> rock opera. Oh, yeah. well, like a meatloaf. Type? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it all. It's funny. It's funny. You have the the the, the... country. Yes. Ah. Even country. Right. Even country. I did everything there. That must have been wild country boys showing up. I didn't. I did I think the wildest part was the um, was actually the uh, mariachi guys. Wow. <laughs> Great food. I forget, I'm not gonna say the guy's name, but he used to come in the studio, take his gun out, sit on top of the console, and go play the music. And he come back, and, oh yeah, I like that, I like that. What? <laughs> craziness. Wow. <laughs> so, did you see any of the um, rappers in the studio that like helped set the early scene of hip hop? No, that? it's funny though. I actually. When we're DJing here, um, I had joined a record pool. 
And that's where I met, like, Dr. Dre and all of them, because they used to be at the record pool. He used to have this little party thing. Let's go. That's where I met those guys back way... When he wasn't even, he wasn't even Dr. Dre, he was like, uh, it was the, uh, the wrecking crew, I guess it was. Yes. Back yeah, then. Yeah. Back when he just lived all that whole period. Yeah, right. so I met those guys when I was still here in Hayward. <laughs> of all places, right? <laughs> but nothing really came from that. That didn't... No, nothing. You. No. Yeah. They probably remember it. Right. At all, like, huh? We were at this place? Yeah, with the record board. <laughs> okay. All right, so now you're in Watts. We're in Watts. You're earning a living. Yeah, living in the hood with drive-bys, walk-bys, uh, bike-bys, you name it. Helicopters flying around you all the time. I was in the, the, thick, the thick of it. Yeah. <laughs> you have sessions where you had to stop because the noise was too loud? You have sessions in there, but it was, it was cool. But see, as scary as the sound, it was okay because everybody there knows the music guy. So I didn't get, no one messed with me in, in the hood, right. in that area. They just left me alone. Like, oh, he does music, he's okay. I go to, to the little burger stand, and I remember one night, one day I went to the burger stand, I go get something to eat, and uh, these guys go, hey, the lady, the, uh, the lady paying, she freaked out, goes, oh my God. Here she comes. <laughs> yeah, she was just like so troubled, and the guy goes, no, 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 he's, he's cool, this guy, he's music, he's music, he's a music guy, he's good, he's good. Wow. <laughs> Did you ever have to worry about what you were wearing? No. Because I was a music guy. They left me alone. So everyone just knew. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, it's interesting that that's how tight that community is. Right. Where everyone knows. Yeah, everybody knew. Yeah. This guy just. Yeah, he does music, so uh, no problems. In fact, the only time I ever got robbed was actually not even there. I was in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Was it a person of color or what? Nah, I don't do. I don't know. I was coming out of the studio one night. I think it was in Hollywood. So you were coming out of a studio in Hollywood. Yeah, it was after my birthday. I was coming out of the studio in Hollywood. So I had like balloons and going to my car. This guy car for the hey, Give me your money. Dude, I ain't got no money. I had twenty dollars in my pocket. Here, take it. Here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, were you were you working in Hollywood now? No, that school. That was in school that was time. During school. school. Yeah, that oh, school. Wow. Yeah, How long so. were you in the school for? Two years? Two, three years? Two years? Two years, I think. I think two years. Two years. I think. Didn't you meet your wife in Hayward? Yes, my wife's from Hayward. Okay, so are you guys together during this L.A. thing? Yes. Do you have her blessing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, was she going to say No. Well, yeah, that is an option. <laughs> We're boyfriend and girlfriend at point. You gonna say no? Yeah, that's an option. No, I really don't think so. Well, it is. It doesn't mean you acquiesce, <laughs> but it, it, a person you say, no, you can't do what you want to do in life. Huh? This may not work out. <laughs> no, that works out too well. No, it doesn't usually. Um, but she's up here still while you're down there. Yes, you see, was here until. We actually got married, which is be thirty three years this this year. Congratulations! Yeah, be thirty three years. And she just said it today. That's why. That's why I know it. She said it today. <laughs> You're watching. He knew it. He was on it. Which would be thirty three years this year. Right. But she was, she was here at the time. Tina moved down until um until uh we got married. That's when she moved down. 
Are you happy with your career that you've created? I, I don't think about it. It's funny that I don't I don't talk about it. I don't mention it. People who know me, people I could be around people for years and then not even know till someone else brings it up to go, Oh you did it I said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can talk about it. To me, it was a job. You know, it was like if I worked at Burger King, would I talk about Burger King every day? No. It was my job working at Burger King. That's how I felt when I did was just a job. So I don't, I don't. Okay, but your job. <laughs> Michael Jackson came in and said, hey, Drake, can we, like, we do that again? You're like, okay, we could definitely do that. True. Okay. If you were at Burger King. He wouldn't be like, you know, the smoke shake, it's a little like, hey, can you top it off a little? He could. You well, know, okay. He might have could, could, could have went to Burger King. You were, co- you were working on something with him. Yeah. And probably was, I was, that's the funny thing about it. You see Bishop Michael, and I thought about it one day, that's probably one of maybe 10 people who have recorded Michael Jackson, you know, in the world, probably. But again, who, I don't know. It's, it, was just, it was just working. To me, I'm just working. So the experience of it, you know, like, it doesn't resonate? No. I, or even just the career trajectory. You don't ever, like, sit back in the easy chair not, and go, Not unless somebody brings it up. It's like you. If you bring stuff up, I'll think about it, talk about it. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. So I, I guess it was cool. I don't know. <laughs> I'm being serious though that was damn cool that Michael Jackson and you were working together well, I guess so you cool. know yeah. I guess some people heard of him maybe yeah. you know yeah you know I think it was the cooler part was when my kids got old enough to realize you know that was kind of cool because they didn't really they, they had no clue right you know you know they grew up in that environment so they were used to seeing you know Eddie Murphy every day they used to, used to seeing him it was no big deal to see him and Charlie. You know, they were like, oh, what? no. They were like, hey, what's up? How you doing, buddy? You know, right. nothing. Like the neighbor next door. Like the tailor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they didn't realize until, I guess they got into high school or in older. And they're like, oh, okay. Then they, they clicked in their heads, you know. But I never, you know, I never... Forced in it, right, right. you know. You know your dad. No, never <laughs> your dad's did. special. <laughs> never All did. right. <laughs> so, with your experiences, mm-hmm. what gives you flavor in life? What gives me flavor in life? Waking up. Really, that simple? I tell you. Everybody says, why do you have a smile on your face? Because I woke up this morning. They're like, huh? I said, dude, I couldn't. Someone didn't wake up this morning. You know, so that, you know, if, I, if I'm breathing today, it's a good day. <laughs> That's how I look at life. If I'm breathing, it's a good day. And no matter what goes on in life, I'm still breathing. It's good. Because whatever problems you have, they either re-rectify themselves or they'll just be there. But if I'm not breathing, guess what? I can't even deal with those problems ever again. So I'm happy breathing. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Do you keep track of the things going on in the world, like this thing in Ukraine? Yeah. You, you, know, you keep track on it. Yeah, I yep. watch it. 
I'm not really, I'm not religious. I watch it 24 hours a day, but I keep I keep my breast. In so how do you keep that good vibe with that sort of in consciousness? Well, I think you have to look at it as in how blessed we are that we're not going through that ourselves. And I think that people lose track of that. You know, people with the, with the elections and all this thing going involved, you know, this and that. It's like people forget. They're like, you don't understand. If you're not in this country, you go outside of this country, you don't have those liberties, those freedoms. You know, you'd be like those the, uh, great games that the basketball, the girl basketball player is in, stuck in Russia right now. You know, you're in Russia. No one knows where you're at. If that happened here... At least people can contact you and find out oh, what's going on with you. You know, we have a lot of people complain about things like, you don't understand it. Go outside of America. Go outside of your little five square mile radius. Get out in the world and see the world for what it is. You realize how blessed you are to be in America. To do the things you can do. No matter how screwed up America can be at times. You still are blessed. Because it's going to be a lot worse. <laughs> you know, a lot worse. Have you gone out of the country and... I've been to several countries, yes. Yeah. Was that, did work bring you away? Work, yeah. yeah. Work brought me, I've been, I talked to a friend today, I've been, I've been to London several times, been to Switzerland, uh, of course, uh, of course Mexico, everybody goes to Mexico, been to the islands, yeah. Canada. And so when you're traveling, you saw like, the United uh, States is blessed to, for. And I've been across the United States in different, you know, when I, did a tour, uh, I was on tour toward uh, New Kids on the Block, and we toured uh, the eastern seaboard of, of the country, so you got to see the different from cities. From Florida all the way. Yep, from yeah. New York down to Florida, anything in between there. You see, you know, you see the, you see, I, I was telling tell everybody, I hate, it, hate it being on tour, but I tell people, you know, you realize that every place has a mall, every place has a movie theater, Every place at the hotel. <laughs> End of the day, they all the same place. <laughs> you go and you can be in North Carolina. Guess where we at? I'm at the mall. Oh, just the same mall I had in, in South Carolina. Same mall I saw in New York City. <laughs> same movie theater I saw there. Same thing. <laughs> People were a little bit different. Same stuff. Macy's is Macy's. Macy's everywhere. is Macy's. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. Uh. Do you have any goals in life now that are challenges, like challenges in a good way, you know, like anything that you aspire to? Only thing I have now in this stage of my life is to make sure my kids, you know, become who they're going to become, you know. Like my oldest son is going to be married in two years. That's a goal. That's a good thing, you know. Maybe you have grandkids after that point, you know. Make sure my youngest daughter, who's 21 now, she finds her way in life. That's that's those are my my goals now. It's them. You know, once you have kids, they're the goals. Your life means nothing. <laughs> Everything is towards the kids. You know, make sure they they they're good in life. That's really it. You know, but no, I know the goals in that. Everything else is good. What else? What, what am I do? I have, I have everything I need. You know, I have, a, I have my family, I have my life. What more is there? <laughs>
<laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what more is there? Did you have any point when you were working mm-hmm. where you thought, I can't do this, this is the end, I, and then you, you found a way to continue? Hmm. Like, were you challenged beyond what you believed you could do? No, I don't think so. I, I, I was having a conversation with somebody earlier today, and I was saying I'm the type of person, if you say I can't do something, that will make me do what you say I can't do. You can't, tell, you can't say, Dre, you can't do this. Oh, you bet I can't? Watch me. And I will prove you wrong that I can do whatever you say I can't do. So no, I don't. <clears throat> challenges are fun. That challenge makes your mind work. So I, I like challenges. So no, not really. Do you have that psychological voice that is challenging you? Like you're you're a fake. You're, this isn't real. You can't do no. no, you didn't experience that. No, you are blessed, my friend. Because yeah, you know, I was I, I told my daughter a couple weeks ago. Not even a couple, maybe maybe last week. And I was, I was like telling her, I was like, you know, because we, she's trying to find her path in life. And I was like, you said, I said, you have to understand. I said, everybody's the same. I don't care what race, I don't care what religion you are, I don't care where you grew up in this world. Everybody's life is really basically the same. Everybody's a crazy uncle. <laughs> Everybody's a drug addict in their family. Everybody has somebody that's gay in their family. Somebody's an alcoholic in their family. And I don't care if you have this much money or this much money. You all have those same aspects in your life. So, you may think that your life is worse than somebody else's, but you know what? Not really. Life is life. Is life. And money doesn't make you any happier. It may, it may make some things easier, but it doesn't make you happier. You know, And that's one thing I have realized that. Being what I've gone through in my life. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> of course. Of course. Sorry, I messed up your little panther party. Uh, but yeah, so, you know. And once you realize that, because that's one good thing I say about doing what I've done in life having lived in Hayward in a upper middle class neighborhood we grew up in at the time we didn't know we were upper middle class we were just having fun <laughs> you know it was we weren't looking down on people it was like hey this is cool you know I have cousins who still live in, in, in the hood we used to go to their house every weekend I didn't know they were poor and not poor. I didn't know what that was. They were just my cousins. And I didn't care what, the, you know, this is my cousin. I'm hanging out with my cousin. I didn't care. So, you know, we, and then going from there to leaving here to go to L.A. and living, moving to South Central, which is a total different from Hayward, mm-hmm. total drastic change, and living there for a few years. And from there, going to New Jersey, which is a, Another total drastic change of life. So, so you've seen the highs <laughs> and the lows. I've seen it all. So it doesn't, it all. Doesn't, doesn't, and I know. I know. My, I've seen the mega rich. 
And I've seen the really poor, and you know what? Just because they're mega rich, I mean they're very happy. <laughs> and just because they're poor, I mean they're real sad. <laughs> and then there's the opposite. Yeah, the opposite. You can be happy and rich. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I know one of my friends is. You know, I think I think the problem when you have a lot of money is a people will um, treat you a little different in a sense where they, you know, where you may go out with a friend. Oh, he got it. He got lunch. He got dinner today. Oh, he got it. He got it. And, or your family. And, and you may not even see it, but the, the internal struggle with the family itself where your brothers or sisters, whoever, because, oh, he, oh, that's my brother. He got all this money. You know, he should do that for me, you know. This. <laughs> right. There's a lot of dynamics that you may not. He may be happy when you see him, but when you don't see him, he may not be that happy. Well, you know, he's a lot like you. <laughs> and here's what I'd say. Like, uh, what I have learned is you still have problems if you're exactly. extremely wealthy. Yeah. And he's a happy man. Right. You know, and part of it's the same, like that kind of like, I'm glad I woke up. Yeah. And the day, it's all you could be happy about. Yeah. I'm glad I woke up. And, yeah, and we could leave it at that. Cause <laughs> right, no problem. <laughs> well, then it's just not... Now I'd go into my story. This isn't about my story. This is about your story. I don't have a story. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I, I need a tape. I need a tape. There's no story here. Yeah, I right. was born in the Hayward. No, I was born in Berkeley. I actually. was born <laughs> on the river. <laughs> but, uh, well, is there anything else you want to I, I, I just... No, I, I mean, I just think like I said you know you just have to have that mindset of you know how am I going to live my life you know am I going to allow somebody to hold me down or am I going to look at the situation and say well how can I change this and make it better for myself and it's, again it has to be for you it can't be for I can't change for you because if I change for you I'm not doing myself any good it has to be for me as a person Okay, so but you did say earlier, like once you have kids, it's all for them. True. So what you're doing is for them, you're creating for them to be better than you. Doesn't mean that you're instilling them. You know, people will force their kids to follow in their footsteps. You're gonna be a doctor like me. You know, you're gonna be an attorney. You have to go to high. You have to go to college to do this. And you know, I'm like you said earlier. I'm proof that school's not for everybody. I'm not a school person. Never been a school person. It's not. I don't thrive in that environment. Some people can thrive in that environment. I'm just not one of those people like that. Does that make me any less um, successful or smart as other person? No, not really. But in some people's eyes, it does. You know, people look at me and look say, "Oh, you work at Best Buy," and then people go in my neighborhood, "Oh, you work at Best Buy. You guys doing okay?" I'm like going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a drastic change. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, well, you know, you, you need anything, let me know. I said, no, I don't need anything. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, my mortgage is paid. I'm good. My lights are in my house. My cars are paid. For. Yeah, they're, I'm good. Kids are in good Yeah, kids are in good yeah. schools. Yeah. I don't know why you're worried about me because I work at, at Best Buy, you know. 
You think that's like the bad thing? I said, I remember, I don't work at Best Buy. I work at different divisions. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> All right, so it's not like a Best Buy down at the mall where... It used to not. They changed. It used to be... Um, there's only like nine... There was like, there was only like 90 plus stores that have the division I have. It's called the Magnolia Design Center, which is a, the high-end division of, of Best Buy. So we do a lot of custom theaters, we do um, home animation, we do lighting control, shade control, we do a lot of big ticket items in people's homes, what we do on a daily basis. So I'm not selling you a $20 DVD player. Right. I sell when I'm there. Well, I knew that. But, but, but people think in their mind, oh, he works at Best Buy, that's what he's doing. No, that's not what I... Right. Can I do that? Sure. Do I help to do it for people? I'll do it all the time. Is that what I'm there for? No, I'm not there for that. <laughs> And you like it? Actually, I have fun at work. That's awesome. Believe it or not, I actually enjoy going to work every day. That's awesome. It's uh, the people I work with are great. I have a great, you know, great um, quality with my my coworkers. Most of them. There's always that one. There's always that uncle. <laughs> right, but um, you know, I actually enjoy going to work every day. Yeah. You know, it pisses me off at times. Everybody gets pissed off at work, but you know, but other than that, you know, I have, I have a good time. I always tell my, my, not my straight manager, my regional manager, I say, yeah, when I get pissed off today, I quit. <laughs> so every time he goes, you okay? You okay? You happy still? I said, I'm good. As long as I'm happy, I'm good. As soon as you guys make me unhappy, that's when I'm gone. <laughs> there will be no 14-day notice. Yeah, you'll notice now. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> he's reached his limit. Well, I hope that never happens. Uh, no, no, I mean, I just hope you walk out on good terms. I would always be on good terms. Okay. I don't believe in bad terms on anything. Okay. You know, I tell people you never leave a situation bad because you never know you need to go back to that situation. Yeah. You know, people want to leave a job and like, ah, F this place and tear stuff yeah, up. Yeah. And then six months later, man, I wish I could go back. <laughs> well, <laughs> you some know. relationships are like that too. <laughs> right. Well, you know, if you went out the better way, you might have <laughs> been able to go back. But right now, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you have to leave the situation in the right way. I think that's what uh, that's one thing I learned being in the music business was that I, I learned that um, as fast as you go up you actually come down a lot faster hmm. and the people you saw when you were going up and they were going down now it's <laughs> the opposite yeah. happens so you gotta be sure you be kind and nice to everybody you never know who you know you're gonna be meeting with one day and I've seen that I've seen guys um, who were like interns at one point and then I was up at Motown Records one time and then a friend of mine came in and I seen him like, oh what's up yeah I'm going to go meet with the, another friend of ours who was actually was A&R at this point now he was an intern now he was an A&R head A&R guy and we walked to the office and I see him and it's like you know this kid was an intern now he's like head of A&R you know I was getting we treated him like dirt but he's he the intern and now, if you need him now, you like you're screwed because he's not intern anymore. Right, right, right. <laughs> you got to treat everybody with respect. You have a spiritual life. I don't know. I mean, yeah, sort of. <laughs> well, what? I, I, it's, uh, that's funny. I as I say that like that because um, my wife is very religious, and actually, the group of people I have at home and well, home in, in Jersey are that way also I'm not 
not that I'm not religious, I don't talk about religion like that. I think there's like a couple subjects that I try to talk with people. One is religion, and the other one's politics. The two subjects I try to stay away from. Because it's crazy, people get pissed off if you talk about religion because they might not, you know, oh, why do you believe that? And I can get that. But we talk about politics. Oh, you talk it's politics, who cares? <laughs> well, so you are putting more weight on the spiritual than the political. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. But you know, my, I, I I go to church with my family. Whatever, all of us go usually on Sundays. We all go. It used to be Saturday nights, but now Sundays. You know, if I'm not tired, we'll go to church. Or if they didn't go Sunday Sunday night or Saturday night, then I will go with them on Sunday to church. So we all go to church. You know, my kids. I went to Catholic school most of their lives. So, yeah, you know, we're, all my kids are baptized. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean there's a spiritual life there. You know? There are. And, well, you know. like, do you, for you personally, and you may, and this could be one of those uh-huh. questions where you said, you know, that's just not going to be answered. <laughs> but do you have a personal relationship with, a creator. Yes, with the yes, yes. Or a higher power of yes. God. Yeah. Absolutely. You yeah. think that's part of why you have your your blessed outlook on life of I don't uh, it just is what it I is. I think it's just growing up with the parents that I had and the friends that I had and, 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 and hey where your brother you know and seeing the things that I've seen in life from that age on up you know it gave my perspective in life you know we see like Aaron and I were joking the other day said we've seen how you and my brother and Scotty B acted that's what we never liked you guys <laughs> <laughs> we saw that side of it you were like yeah that's not for us you know yes and that's how life is you learn from experience so you have experience in your life yeah. that gives you a personal relationship with God. Exactly. Where you're like, yeah, that's that's real. Yeah, right. absolutely. Is there anything else you want to? He, he, he go, man. I, I can't think of anything else. I think we're done. You got to have more questions than that. <laughs> Is it true that Eddie Murphy likes Cocoa Puffs? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Cocoa puffs. With half and half milk. I'm trying to think now. <laughs> Honestly. I actually don't answer that question. To be honest with you, I don't know the answer to that question. Uh-huh. That's a good one. I'm trying to think. I should call Bob. Yeah. It's be a Chef Bob used to be one of the chefs. I'll ask him. He'll know the answer to that question. All right, there you go. Call him up. Bob! <laughs> phone a friend. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Cocopuffs? <laughs> Nobody liked Captain Crunch. Yeah, the berries are plain. Exactly. What did he eat? Blueberries. I don't know how to answer your question. All right. I think we're good. You think? Yes, yeah, sir. All right, you sure? I'm sure. You might be another 30 for you to get me again. That'd be okay. I'll travel to <laughs> New Jersey now for the next one. <laughs>